sometimes uh, the car can get dirty. We have to wash it. <laughs> Today on my evening devotional, I would like to talk about the subject of being broken. And the whole week, I'm going to tell you what are the troubles, the problems of being broken, and what are the benefits of being broken. So if your heart is broken, if your life is broken, if your marriage is broken, if you have a broken relationship, something that is not working well in your life, just tune in the whole week because I have great news for you and I have also great counsel from the Word of God on how you can turn around your life. Many times we are completely broken. People come to us and they ask, how are you? And we'll say, I'm okay, uh, when we're not. Uh, and th this is a, a way of uh, defending uh, ourselves from further questions. Uh, and sometimes it's also a, a way of covering up the situations we're having in our life. Not dirty anymore. Looks good, it looks great, fantastic. When we talk about brokenness, we see it as a negative. But if you're a woman or a man of faith, you will uh, see brokenness as something that can be even good. Yes, you heard it right. Uh, being broken can be a way of uh, changing circumstances and of boosting our faith and living our faith life. Our Bible verse for today, uh, it's in Psalms, Psalm 61 and verse 2. And it says, From the end of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. That's the Bible verse for tonight, uh, for our evening devotional. And I would like you to consider when it says, When my heart is overwhelmed, the aspect of brokenness. In fact, we could translate it like this. I will cry to you when my heart is broken. And then uh, it says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. So we can uh, sometimes uh, be like David. David was uh, desperate and he's crying out to God. Uh, and this indicates a form of um, exile or isolation. And many times when we are overwhelmed, when we are broken, we feel uh, that isolation. We feel that we are lonely, that uh, nobody cares. And uh, it, it's a bad place to be. But it's not a bad thing uh, to be broken when God is on our side. Because on that brokenness, God will always find you. Uh, God will always change the circumstances of your life, transform you, and uh, you can be sure that as David was praying to God, asking God, uh, when I'm broken, uh, take me to the rock that is higher than I, uh, we have the same God that can also take us to a higher place, to a place of safety, to a place of proximity with God. And uh, as we uh, uh, manifest to God our brokenness, we will see a change in our lives.
Now, many people uh, that are broken don't show it to God. They like to show it to others. And that's a big mistake. You know, sometimes, yes, we need friends to help us in times of trouble, but God is the one who can truly transform and change the situations of your life. And uh, you need to have the courage of uh, coming to Him and believing that He can heal you, He can heal your brokenness, He can take you to a higher place, to, a, to the rock that is higher than you. In the Bible, we have this amazing story of a woman that comes to Jesus. She doesn't care with anyone else in the room, and she brings a, a very expensive alabaster uh, vial that's a jar with uh, extremely expensive perfume. And uh, she broke the jar seal uh, and uh, headed to Jesus and starts washing uh, his feet and drying the feet with her hair. And the fragrance completely fills the room. And uh, as some of the disciples were very indignant because this was such a, what it's considered a waste. But it was an act of worship. And sometimes our acts of worship are not well understood by people around us, like this, uh, this woman. Um, the, 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 the fact that she did this uh, uh, and that the fragrance enters the room caused Jesus to praise her and to tell everybody that what she did will be remembered through generations, through ages to come. Uh, and when you touch the heart of Jesus, you can receive also praise from Him. Hello, excuse me. When the woman broke the alabaster seal uh, and she pours the vial uh, on Jesus' feet, uh, people were just seeing the money, the money aspect uh, of things. They left out the aspect of uh, adoration, of worship. And so many times, even in the things of God, there's people that are always willing to cri criticize spending. Um, don't do this, don't do that. Listen, I've been a, a pastor for many, many years. And uh, sometimes we want to buy something for the church as pastors. And uh, we suggest, so because we, we, we don't want to make all the decisions, we will suggest to the leadership uh, what we want to, to buy. My experience is uh, that uh, even people in church leadership uh, don't want to spend uh, any money uh, in, in God's house. Uh, they, they see it as uh, something theirs, so they take uh, possession or control of, uh, of churches some leaders, I'm not saying all, of course, but uh, they say, oh, that's uh, too expensive. Oh, let's not uh, buy that. Uh, uh, instead of buying uh, top quality, why don't we buy cheap? I instead of having uh, uh, no real flowers, why don't we buy plastic? Uh, instead of having uh, good uh, video cameras, 
why don't we get the, the cheap one from the dollar store? Of course, I'm exaggerating here, but you get the idea. The idea of uh, approaching uh, God with the cheap things, it's uh, in the hearts of many. So, it, the, so that's why the disciples were criticizing the woman. I'm sure if she did this with water or cheap perfume, they wouldn't care. What caught the attention was the fact that a lot of money was being, according to them, wasted on Jesus. And so Jesus rebukes them and says, don't do that. Now, what causes someone to pour uh, their brokenness in Jesus, like, like this woman, this alabaster jar, is a prophetic act. It's this woman saying, I bring my brokenness to you. And she pours this uh, precious uh, vial, this precious liquid. The interior is poured uh, uh, at the feet of Jesus. And this is the best attitude to have in brokenness, is to pour ourselves. Like the woman did this with the alabaster jar. We need to pour our heart and just bring it in worship to, to Jesus. Uh, and the, the fact that was um, expensive, it's not the main thing. The main thing is that it's precious. And, and so uh, when we pour uh, from within us, from, from our inside, we pour our heart, we pour and we, we place it at the feet of Jesus. It's like saying, I don't need this anymore. It's yours. And it's the place of humbleness. It's the place of surrender. It's the place of crying. The woman was crying. She was uh, just uh, kissing the feet of Jesus and just uh, in this act of pure worship. And she receives criticism from, <laughs> from the disciples. So listen, sometimes we receive criticism also from people that walk with God. It's not that they're, they're bad people. It's uh, just that uh, they do not sometimes understand uh, the situation or the action. And, and so when you're broken, allow the fragrance of that brokenness to fill the room. It's a sweet fragrance to the Lord. You know, to the disciples was a fragrance of waste and they, they were uh, really upset, they were unhappy with the situation, but to the, the Lord, to Jesus, that's what matters, was a sweet fragrance of, of love, of worship, of devotion. I am sure that uh, whatever circumstance um, happened in that woman's life that caused her to, uh, to do that act of worship, that brokenness that's manifested, I am sure that the Lord took her to the rock that is higher than her, the rock that is higher than I. So uh, uh, the, the key uh, in the moment of brokenness, it's not to share your brokenness with your loved ones. Uh, this may help, this may not help, but the key factor, if you uh, want to do God's will, it's to uh, come to, to Jesus and to pour your heart. In uh, Mark 14, 9, 
Jesus said the following, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whatever, whatever the good news regarding salvation is proclaimed throughout the world, that uh, what she has done will be told in memory of her. What a great story. Uh, Jesus not only is praising her, but saying through eternity, through uh, uh, ages, what the woman did for me will be told when the gospel is preached. Not because of me, but in memory of her. So this story, it's uh, the perfect illustration of uh, brokenness. Uh, the woman uh, had that uh, vial that I'm sure it worth a lot to her. Uh, and uh, she decides to pour her wealth, to pour her offering and break that alabaster jar. Uh, others could see the value of the jar, but Jesus could smell the fragrance of that act. It's not the, the value of the, of the perfume, but it's the value of what she did. So what you do with your brokenness is tremendously important. And it will determine uh, either a, a, a beautiful fragrance or a bitter smell of defeat. And uh, I am sure that uh, God wants to bring you to a place of uh, victory, to a place of restoration. Uh, we can uh, see our life, uh, the brokenness in our life, and be limited by what we are able to see with our eyes or to feel uh, uh, inside of us. The vision of restoration has to start in our heart. Uh, one of the most important uh, scriptures regarding this matter is found in the book of Hebrews 10.22. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. So let's come to God with a sincere heart. What does this mean? The word sincere uh, is uh, deriving from the Latin, from a combination of two words, sin and sera. Uh, and sin means without, and sera means wax, without wax. And uh, in, uh, in Rome and Greece, um, dishonest sculptures will cover the flaws of their work with a special kind of wax. Of course, not bee wax, but a wax that will cover uh, cracks in the sculptures or in precious vases. It was uh, customary in those days to buy uh, little bronze statues of uh, uh, gods or uh, of uh, uh, fortune, which was uh, like a god too. And, and so uh, people will decorate their homes with uh, these things, also some precious faces. And uh, the way to um, cover the imperfections in the work or a crack in a sculpture is with this uh, wax. And the problem with, uh, with the wax is that with time, uh, it will uh, lose uh, its abilities and it will show, it will reveal 
the crack in the expensive sculpture. And, and so in those days, uh, they had uh, merchants that will boast of saying this is without wax. It's sincere. It's sincera. And uh, it's more expensive because I can guarantee that it's uh, uh, a perfect product that has no wax. Uh, now, the, the way to test it, let me also mention this, uh, was by fire. The bonding properties of that uh, wax uh, could uh, be melted, uh, and, and so bronze will not melt easily, but the wax will be revealed through fire. And so there was what was called a test of fire. So if you were uh, a wealthy person and you were paying top, uh, let's say dollar, but whatever amount of money for a sculpture or for a precious thing, you wanted to be sure that it, it, it's real. It's like when, when you buy a, a ring and you, if you buy diamonds, you want to be sure you're not buying glass, that you're buying diamonds. So there was the test of fire uh, to uh, reveal the, the wax. So imperfections in a, in, a, in a material like bronze or like a precious alabaster uh, could not be covered perfectly with wax because it's not the same material. And listen, we were made by God. And we can try all sorts of things to cover up our brokenness. Some people do it with uh, uh, drinking, drugs, uh, other types of things that will cover their personality flaws. But only God can perfectly heal a broken heart, a cracked vessel. In Isaiah 64, 8, it says, But now, O Lord, you are our Father, we are the clay and you are the potter, and we are all the work of your hands. So we are God's workmanship, the work of his hands. And only God can cover those cracks in our heart. If you're broken, uh, you can uh, uh, try some new medication. You can uh, go to a psychiatrist that will convince you that you're not broken. If you repeat a hundred times, I'm not broken, you may even try to fool yourself, but you can never fool God. And let me tell you, with time, the cracks in your life will show up. In 2 Corinthians 4, 7 also says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels so that the surpassing greatness of the power will be of God and not of ourselves. So God's power can heal our brokenness. Only he can heal it with no wax. It's, it's the original material. Listen, when a, a sculpture does a, a stone sculpture, if it cracks, it's a great disappointment. I know. And uh, many sculptures that you see in museums were restored. So that they applied uh, some special bond and some special materials. Today, uh, it's uh, easier to do than uh, when the Bible was written. Uh, we have different types of glues, different, different types of materials. And also in uh, society, people have all types of new gimmicks, of new things 
to try to cover up the brokenness in their lives. But God can expose everything. When the Bible talks about being tested by fire, it says that our faith is tested and God tests our faith. In Psalm 34, 19, it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. Because I know my flaws, I know my cracks, and I may try to cover them from people around me, but I can never hide them from God. God knows my defects. And so when I present them to the Lord, I can tell God, you know this flaw in my life, you know this sin in my life, you know this disobedience in my life. So uh, help me, God, only you can restore my life. And yes, he can restore the brokenhearted. And tonight, I want to tell you that God loves you. God knows your flaws. God knows you're not perfect, but he will correct and perfect you so that you will be in the measure of the stature of Christ. And Christ is without flaw. Christ is perfect. But he says that when I come to get my church, my church will, will be perfect without spot or wrinkle, without wax, sincere. So, so our hearts uh, have to be poured before God in order to receive that healing, in order to receive that supernatural touch of God. This was my evening devotional. I believe that God has full healing, complete healing for you, not just a cover-up of the situation, but He wants to bring total restoration that only Him, only He can provide. God bless you. I'll be here with you again tomorrow at 9 p.m. for another evening devotional.